Welcome to Your Path to Real Wealth, where we explore how to cultivate real wealth, which is so much more than money. It's the sum quality of our values, relationships, health, sense of purpose, time, charitable giving, legacy, and more. Your path to real wealth begins now. Well, welcome to Your Path to Real Wealth. I'm Benjamin Cummings with Blue Barn Wealth, and I'm here with my co-host, Jeff Brimhall. Jeff, how are you today? Fantastic. I love it. I love it. Well, we're excited for another great episode today and with our guest as well. Quite excited for today's topic. Jeff, do you want to go ahead and introduce our guest for today? Yeah, today we are super lucky. We have Rachel Neighbors on with us, and she's one of the world's experts in solo 401ks. She's been doing it a long time, and we get to learn from her all about what a solo 401k is and how we can benefit from it. So Rachel, thank you for being on with us. Oh, thanks for having me, Jeff. Hey, Ben. Hello. So glad to have you join us. So Rachel, can you briefly tell us a little bit about yourself, your background and how you started with solo401k.com? Sure, absolutely. You know, I've been helping entrepreneurs for a long time and entrepreneurs and solopreneurs, small business owners, you know, they're really the backbone of the U.S. economy, but man, we get hit the hardest with taxes. And one of my mentors told me that you can hate taxes and love the tax code. And it just became this like incredible puzzle to try to figure out how can I keep more of what's rightfully mine and then help other people do the same. And in doing so, I stumbled upon meeting Jeff Neighbors, the CEO and founder of Solo401k.com, who later became my husband. And now Jeff and I have been working together side by side for the last 12 years, trying to help empower these entrepreneurs. Wow. You were so passionate about it that you got married to the guy. <laughs> yeah. That's fun. So tell us about Solo401k.com and the Neighbors Group, kind of the relationship there and what services you offer. Sure. So Neighbors Group was founded in 2006. That's the same time that we launched Solo401k.com. And I bring that date up because something kind of special happened with the IRS and the Department of Labor in July of 2006. Now, don't fall asleep on me. I'm going to talk about like laws and regulations, but I promise it won't be that boring. They passed something called the PPA, the Pension Protection Act. And what this little regulation did is it opened up the ability for small business owners, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs to have a regular big boy 401k, just like the giant corporations. And, you know, previously entrepreneurs and solopreneurs had kind of been left to the side. They had these neutered, really sort of limping along small little retirement plans. And the Pension Protection Act bred the solo 401k. So we brought the solo 401k to market in 2006 and have been really helping entrepreneurs ever since then. And our mission is to empower entrepreneurs just the way that you talk about real wealth, Jeff. We talk about this total freedom point. And that's when you get to do what you want, when you want, and with who you want. And that's what we're all working towards, right? Is to be able to have that point of freedom where we're no longer trading time for money and we get to do what we want with the people that we love. Wow. You're already jumping to our last question. So we'll, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hear your answer to that. But so maybe tell us then 2006, it became available. You guys bring it to market, but let's start kind of basic here. What is a solo 401k? I think it's also commonly called an individual 401k. And how is it different from a regular 401k? 
Yeah, it's a really good question. It's a great place to start. So think about your typical 401k plan. Maybe you've had one before in a previous job. You know, you get paid money from your company and you're allowed to put some of that money into this tax deferred vehicle. Now, that vehicle is really special because what it does is it allows you to grow whatever money that's in there without having to pay income taxes on it. So if you're investing in the stock market, you're getting dividend stocks, you're getting some cash returns, maybe on a rental property or something, any investment you might make, anytime you make money on that money, if it's outside of a retirement plan, you have to pay taxes. If you take those same investments and you're able to make them inside of a tax-deferred structure, like an IRA or a 401k, that money has a chance to compound and grow faster and get bigger and ultimately put more money in your pocket over your lifetime. So this was available to big companies. But before the PPA in 2006, small business owners, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs didn't really have access to it. So what a solo 401k is, is it's like a normal corporate 401k, all the same bells and whistles that you get in a normal corporate 401k, but shrunk down small for a solopreneur. It's a specifically designed 401k plan for a single business owner. Thank you. That's perfect. So maybe that kind of addresses this a little bit, but who can set up a solo 401k then? Yeah, it's a really good question. And actually, I don't know if you realize the astuteness of the question that you're asking, Ben, in the times that we're in right now. So especially in a post-COVID world, right, we digitized the earth with COVID. So everybody learned how to work from home. Everybody learned how to get on Zooms. And what this did was created a massive influx of people learning to be entrepreneurs, freelancers gig workers. I say that because a solo 401k is designed for a single business owner. So if you have a small business with no full-time employees other than you or your spouse, you can have a solo 401k. Now, if we would have been talking on this podcast maybe three, four, five, ten 10 years ago, you might have thought, well, you know, I have that one friend who's an attorney and he does a little bit of work on the side for like some other clients and that's his small business that he has. Or maybe you think about the consultant or the mom and pop sandwich shop down the street that's run by the husband and the wife. In a post-COVID world where we've digitized the earth, this means that we've had a huge influx in the number of freelancers. So 36% of the workforce is now considering themselves freelancers. That's 70 million people. And that number is supposed to double in the next five to seven years. So that means one in every two Americans in the next decade will have some sort of freelancer activity. Somebody is going to be a solopreneur. With everyone living online, there's there's ways that you can really carve your own path. You can make your own money. You can add a second income stream. And if you're bringing in this money, why not be able to tax shelter it so you keep more of what's rightfully yours? So I, a lot of these people are, are running side hustles in conjunction with a, a full-time job or maybe you know something like that. Can somebody set up a solo 401k if they also have a 401k already uh, with an employer? Yes, 100%. 
And actually this happens a lot with our client base. You work a normal job, you're putting money into your normal 401k, but let's say you're doing some software development on the side, or maybe you're even a dog walker or you're driving Uber. You know, there can be really large and small side hustles. That income that you're earning in your side business qualifies you for a solo 401k plan. So you can be tucking away money at work and you can be tucking away money in your side hustle. And again, where this really starts to be special is if you can invest those funds and start to grow them or have an advisor grow them for you, now you have these multiple tax-deferred vehicles that are growing wealth for you over your lifespan. That's great. Are there contribution limits that people need to be aware of for both the employee or the employer side of a four, solo 401k? There are, yeah. So as I mentioned, the solo 401k is really just a normal company 401k plan, but specially designed for a single business owner. What that means is that the solo 401k has the same max limits as a normal company 401k plan. But if you peel back the layer a little bit on that, so we've got, you know, it's 2023 right now. That means you can put in $22,500 as an employee in your small business to your small business 401k plan, right? Your solo 401k. Okay. Now, if you were a normal working at a normal job and you had a company match, they'd maybe give you between three and 6%. 6% is pretty generous for a company match. With a solo 401k plan, you can put in 25%. What company is going to match 25% of your, of your, retirement plan contributions, probably no one, right? Because they have to take that money out of the company's pocket and put it into right. your 401k. But when you're the company, all of a sudden, all of these options open up to you. And what that means is that for the solo 401k for 2023, you can put in $66,000, or if you're age 50 or older, $73,500. Just let that sink in for a moment. Imagine a world where you can put almost $75,000 every year into a retirement plan. If your spouse works with you, double that amount. How much faster can you reach your wealth goals if you can tax shelter that amount of money? Because also, when you're making those contributions, you're reducing your taxable income. Remember when I said at the beginning, you can hate taxes and love the tax code? What the IRS is legally allowing you to do is grow your retirement nest egg. And for every dollar that you're putting into that 401k, you're reducing your taxable income. So you're paying less in taxes. That's great. So like a traditional 401k or regular employer-based 401k, you can have pre-tax contributions or you could have Roth contributions that would be after-tax contributions functioning yes. very much that same way. So if you do have an employer plan, then you'd have to worry about synchronizing the that contribution limit across both plans would be kind of a caveat to that benefit. But great to know both for uh, those that this is your sole gig or if it's a side gig, either way that a sole 401k could be a great fit for you. Absolutely. And just for some of our listeners who might have heard of a SEP or have a simplified employer pension plan, maybe speak briefly to the difference between a solo 401k and a SEP and which one you prefer. Sure. Well, because I help run solo401k.com, I'm clearly firmly planted in the pro solo 401k camp. But, you know, a SEP 
IRA really does have its place. So the solo 401k is for a small business owner that doesn't have any employees. That's part of what makes it so special and why you get to have so many freedoms is because there's nobody else in the plan, right? So let's take a moment and just kind of look at the architecture of retirement plans. They're designed by the government to help you have more money in your golden years. But what that means is that money needs to be protected either from you, right? The government is protecting you from yourself by not letting you have access to that money for a long time. They make you keep it in this 401k or IRA. You can't touch it. But the government also is protecting you from other people, right? Bad actors from shenanigans. So the more people that are in a 401k plan, the tighter those restrictions become. If it's just you in your solo 401k or maybe you and your spouse, you're probably not going to defraud yourself. So that means that the restrictions are lifted a lot and you have a lot more freedom in what you can invest in, how you can direct your investments, who you can choose to have manage your investments, et cetera. The reason I bring that up is a SEP is usually designed for people that have employees. So that means more restrictions, less investment options on the sort of spectrum of evolution of retirement plans. The SEP, I would say, is just sort of behind a solo 401k. But if you don't qualify for a solo 401k, then sure, a SEP is an excellent option. Now, one thing to keep in mind between the SEP and the solo 401k, if you're kind of comparing them, is that, remember I talked about you've got that employee contribution, that's that 22500 plus your catch-up, and then you've got that employer, that 25%. The SEP is employer only. So you have to make a lot more money to reach the same contribution maximum than you would with a solo 401k. You can make less money and put away more with a solo 401k as compared to a SEP. Thank you. Yeah, I think that's a great explanation. And I, I don't work for solo401k.com, but <laughs> I also am firmly in the solo 401k camp and think anyone who qualifies for both should choose a solo 401k every time over a SEP just because of what you just mentioned. You, your W-2 income or your, your income subject to self-employment tax can be a lot less and you can put away a lot more than with a SEP. And so it's much more effective and more flexible. So let's pivot a little bit. And, and you mentioned you can get a tax deduction or tax deferral. I often slip up when I'm talking to people about a 401k and I say you save on taxes, but the reality is you're not saving. You're just deferring them to the future if you do the pre-tax. And so I personally love the idea of a Roth, pay the tax now, let the money grow tax-free for the rest of my life. If I make a really great investment and it, it goes up by two, three, four, 10 times, all of that's tax-free money to me. So maybe let's talk about one of the key or one of the interesting aspects of a solo 401k and what's called a mega backdoor Roth contribution. Can you explain to us what that is and how it works? Yeah, definitely. And first of all, anytime anyone ever wants to talk to me about a mega backdoor Roth, I want to be like mega, like it sounds like <laughs> a superhero kind of a thing where you need like six A's at the end of mega, right? So That's with great. the mega backdoor Roth, what it is, is it's a way to shove a bunch of money into a Roth structure that you otherwise wouldn't have been able to accomplish. So your listeners have probably heard about a backdoor Roth. And if they haven't, here's a quick overview. 
You want to put money in a Roth IRA. Maybe you quote unquote, make too much money, which seems ridiculous that the IRS would, you know, punish you and say, oh, you make too much money. You can't possibly put anything else into a tax deferred structure or tax free structure. But let's leave that conversation for another time. So you make too much money to put some contributions into a Roth IRA. The IRS says, okay, you know what? We'll give you a backdoor. You can do what's called a non-deductible IRA or an after-tax IRA. And then you fill out a little bit of paperwork and boom, you can magically put those funds into a Roth IRA. It's a backdoor way to do it. Well, the 401k crowd didn't want to be left out of this. So they said, you know what? We're going to do it, but 10x the amount of money you can put in. So that same $66,000 that I talked about as the contribution limit for a 401k, you can mega backdoor Roth, that's 66 grand into your Roth 401k plan. You do the same mechanics. You make an after-tax contribution. So Jeff, to speak to your point, it's not tax deductible, right? You're not getting the tax break on putting that money in. You do a little bit of paperwork, and then that money magically becomes a Roth 401k. Now, can I talk a little bit about Secure Act 2.0? Yes, I'm the nerd talking about regulations, but can I just mention one quick thing, Ben and Jeff? Of course, of course, absolutely. Okay, so the argument used to be, well, great, Rachel, I'm putting all this money in a Roth 401k, but when I hit 72 and a half, I'm going to have to start taking the money out anyway. So that means eventually I want to move the Roth 401k funds to a Roth IRA, where I'm not hit with what the IRS calls required minimum distributions. The IRS is going, okay, okay, you've had your fun, but now you need to take that money out. That needs to be your money now. Well, this amazing little regulation that passed in December of 2022 said, you know what? Get rid of RMDs for Roth 401ks as well. So what that means for you is now you can be building up this tax-free nest egg. Do the mega backdoor Roth every year if, you can, if your income can support that. Build up those hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars in your Roth 401k, and now you're not forced to distribute it once you get to a certain age. It's really, really special. Thank you. I love that. It's a great strategy. And I think one everyone should seriously consider, especially in a moment when we talk about the types of investments you can do inside of this. So the solo 401k that you all offer is a little bit different than many. So not all solo 401ks are set up this way, but yours is also a self-directed 401k. You sometimes refer to that as checkbook control. So maybe talk to us about what is a self-directed 401k and what additional features that makes available. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, even that word self-directed, I've seen some of the large brokerage firms, I won't name names, toss that around. And they're like, ah, this is self-directed. But what they really mean is, yeah, this is self-directed. You can buy the assets that we're giving you on our limited platform. Now, I don't know about you, but to me, self-directed means that I should be able to choose what I want to invest in. Or when I'm working with my advisor, we make a decision on how I want those funds to be allocated. So you really hit it right on the head, Jeff, that it's not just self-directed, but it's checkbook control. Now, it's not 1996, so hopefully nobody's walking around with checkbooks anymore and we've moved into the digital era, but that name kind of stuck, right? And what it means is that you have the control to decide where and how you invest your money. Stocks, awesome. Bonds, awesome. ETFs, awesome. Index funds, awesome. 
real estate on the table, Bitcoin and crypto, private equity, private debt, mortgage notes, tax liens, venture capital, crowdfunding, all of these really interesting investment vehicles are now allowed in your retirement plan. And that just wasn't the case 10, 15, 20 years ago with our parents' and our grandparents' retirement plans. The investment options were so fewer and so much more limited back in the day. And now to be able to tap into those alternative assets with this tax-deferred or tax-free structure really can supercharge your retirement assets. I love that. And just to go deeper on one of the investments, which I think is a pretty attractive and common one, you mentioned real estate. A lot of people think, well, yeah, I can buy real estate in my IRA now. I just have to buy it through a, a REIT. But you're not talking just about owning a REIT. You can actually buy a, a single family rental property or other things like that, right? Yeah, 100%. So I own doors in my own solo 401k plan. And I like to do single family rentals, but we've got a lot of clients that invest in multifamily syndications. It becomes really interesting because I've got now rental properties that my 401k trust owns. And remember, we were talking about that sort of magic of compound growth in a tax deferred or a tax free structure. Every month, those rent checks come into my 401k bank account, but I don't have to count any of that income on my annual tax return because it's the 401k that owns those rental properties. Similarly, if I ever sell any of those properties, I don't have to do a 1031 exchange. I don't have to try to figure out what am I going to do to hide the fact that I made profit in the deal or roll it into the next deal or get an agent to bring it on. You know, I just sell the property and put all the profits into the 401k plan and they're not taxed. If it's a normal 401k, they're not taxed until I take the money out when I'm a rich old lady. And if it's a Roth, I'm never taxed on any of those profits. And that, that you know, as an investor, that kind of gives you a bit of ability to breathe a sigh of relief, right? I can sell a property when it makes sense. If I'm looking at market cycles, if I'm working with my advisor, I can sell the property when it makes sense. And I'm not having that beast on my back going, oh my gosh, but we got to find another property. We only have 90 days. Let's figure this out. It really lets you make smarter decisions as an investor because you're not as beholden to those cycles. Yeah, I really like that. And I, I've been telling clients that because real estate's already a tax efficient investment with depreciation, that I don't know that it makes a lot of sense to own it in a tax deferred because then you're not getting the depreciation and you're paying ordinary income, but it makes all the sense in the world to own it in a tax-free or Roth structure because then you never pay tax on the rent or the gains or anything. And I think it's it's even more powerful if you can get enough money in the Roth structure to buy real estate. Definitely. So why is Solo 401k able to offer all these features on your 401 Solo 401ks that others maybe can't? Yeah, that's a really good question. So I think that to answer that question, you need to know our founder, Jeff Neighbors, my husband. So Jeff is a real contrarian and he thinks for himself, and he's really sort of that primordial entrepreneur, solopreneur that paved his own way and paved his own path. And he was a real estate investor for a long time. He had a mortgage business and saw that, you know, as he was writing loans, he saw across the table from him were these people investing with their IRAs. And he thought, well, I want to be able to do that. Surely there's a way to be able to do that. So Jeff being Jeff, he didn't want to go that very limited standard route. 
the solo 401k is really synonymous with freedom, right? You're an entrepreneur. You've broken out on your own. You've taken the risk that other people might not be willing to take by starting your own business. You're the CEO of your business. So you should be the CEO of your money too. And that means that you should have the freedom to be unencumbered, unconstrained just by a platform limitation. So we wanted to get rid of all of that. And that's what we did from the very beginning. Wonderful. So I think it's important to know the IRS allows this and the IRS would allow anyone to do it, but 401k plan is limited by the plan document. And you guys have just written the plan document in such a way to make it as flexible as possible to allow people to do everything that the IRS will allow. And I think that's, you know, a lot of other plan documents limit you to only doing certain things. And you guys take the position of let's make it so that people can do everything that's possible. Absolutely. Again, it's back to that hate taxes and love the tax code. The IRS is 100% on board with holding these alternative assets in your retirement plan. And just as sort of a tiny little tangent, I promise I'll keep it brief. The sort of precursor to holding alternative assets in a retirement plan was a checkbook IRA, also known as an IRA LLC. That structure, specifically for holding real estate, has been tested in IRS tax court twice and one both times. So the IRS has already said, yes, we are okay with retirement accounts holding these, ass these alternative assets. It's been tried and tested in tax court twice, one both times. So what that tells us as investors is that we can feel comfortable holding both traditional and alternative assets in a compliant structure, and the IRS is not going to have any problem with it. And since you brought it up now, we were going to ask you later, but for those who aren't business owners and maybe don't have a side hustle, and so they don't qualify for a solo 401k, it sounds like there's another way for them to have some of these same benefits through a checkbook IRA. Is that right? Yeah, that's 100% true. So a checkbook IRA, also known as an IRA LLC, is sort of a cousin to the solo 401k. It's a great opportunity and a great vehicle for non-business owners to be able to hold these alternative assets in addition to traditional assets in their IRA. And they can roll over money from their 401k from a prior employer. Yep. They can convert money from a, a traditional IRA to a Roth IRA, and then they can yep. set this up and have all the same benefits. Exactly. Great. That's very good. Very good. So I think it'd be helpful if we got a sense of the costs in both setting up and maintaining a solo 401k. What kind of costs are involved that someone would need to worry about as they're looking into this? Yeah. So that's a really good question. Usually setting up a 401k plan will be a few hundred dollars. And then on an ongoing basis, it can be a few hundred dollars per year. Sometimes certain providers have a monthly fee. The big takeaway here is that what you are paying for is the ability to have the freedom in the plan documents and the compliance. So a 401k plan is not set it and forget it. It's an ongoing living document that has to be flexible to new regulations with the IRS. Now, that's a big pain in the butt that most entrepreneurs are just not going to want to have to deal with. That's why we have the business that we do at solo401k.com. We take all of the guesswork out of it. We are your bridge to the IRS. We write the 401k plan. We work with the IRS and the Department of Labor on an ongoing basis. So we push through all those amendments, restatements, changes in plan language, increases in contribution limits. That way our end users have a compliant document all the time. 
That's very good. Now you mentioned regulatory requirements. What are some of the requirements that they need to be aware of? Yeah, it's actually super simple and we've got it almost completely automated on our platform. So there's no tax return for a 401k plan because it's already a tax deferred or tax-free structure. If you have a quarter million in your solo 401k, that's $250,000 in total plan value. You have a single form that's filed. It's not a tax return. It's just an informational filing for the IRS. It's called 5500EZ. And we take care of preparing that form for you. Good to know. Are there deadlines associated with that form? Yep. It's due on July 31st every year. Okay. Good. Good to know. So uh, what are some of the effective ways that you've seen business owners use solo 401ks? Like, Do you have some examples of uh, how you've seen this play out with some of your clients and the benefit that it's done for them? I do. So I'm thinking of two guys in particular with two very different use cases. The first guy I was talking to, I'll, I'll just mention only his first name. His name is Sean. He's got a pretty big presence on the internet. He's an influencer and he's making high six figures every year, seven, 800,000. He maxes out his solo 401k every year. Now he does a tax deferred where he does pre-tax or traditional 401k contributions because he wants that tax deduction. His wife works alongside with him. So they're both able to max out their 401k plans. They put in about 130 grand every year in tax deferred contributions, which is a tax deduction. Sean's pretty straightforward guy. He's not into anything too fancy. He works with his advisor and him. His goal is that tax deduction. That's really what he's laser focused on. And that's what he uses our solo 401k plan for. And then he's able to hand it over to his advisor who then does the investments for him. Now yeah. he's really different than Raj, who I also spoke with last week, who is a big time real estate investor. Raj has something like, I don't know, 20 doors or something outside of his 401k plan. He loves to do multifamily syndication. That's like apartment syndications and a few single families in the Dallas, Texas area. When Raj and I were talking about like, okay, but you know, you can start buying some doors with a 401k and that income stream, he's pulling down six figures in income every year just from his real estate. You can replicate that income stream, but now it's gonna be in a tax deferred vehicle. That totally changed his wealth plan. So I think that there's people that come to a solo 401k for a couple of reasons. Like Jeff was saying, maybe they really want to get that money into Roth, right? They want to be able to grow those assets tax-free. The solo 401k is awesome for that. If you're a high earner and you want to reduce your taxable income while growing your retirement nest egg, the solo 401k is awesome for that too. And if you're looking to dip your toe into alternative assets or maybe add some alternative assets to your traditional portfolio as a way to get some diversification, some exposure to different asset classes, then the solo 401k can do that too. So what I really encourage people to do is sit down and speak with your CPA or speak with your advisor and understand what are your goals? What are you trying to get out of this? And see how then you can reverse engineer that path so that it makes a lot of sense for you to use the vehicle. I like that. I like that. I think those are some great examples. And I know we've seen from some of our clients just how beneficial it can be as they're saving for retirement and accomplishing those goals that you've outlined. So yeah, thank you for highlighting that. 
So one question or clarification, I, I've heard that if it, you mentioned a couple of times, solo 401k is for a business with a single owner, but I've heard in a couple of places that if maybe you have, you don't have any employees, but you may have two or three partners that aren't married, is it still possible to have a solo 401k or maybe each of them have their own solo 401k? Yeah, it's an excellent question. And we have seen more of these types of clients coming to us in the past couple of years. I think especially again in that post-COVID world, right? People are joining forces or a couple of friends form an LLC, decide to launch an online business. So you can have a solo 401k if you have a non-spouse business partner. But what that means is, remember, this is a solo 401k. So we got to make it solo. So Jeff, let's say you and Ben start an LLC together and you guys want a solo 401k plan. What we would do is we'd set up a solo 401k for you, Jeff, and we would exclude Ben from participating in your solo 401k. That makes it solo for you. Now, Ben can set up his own solo 401k or he can elect not to. It's his decision. But Ben, let's say you want to get in on the action as well. We can set up a solo 401k for you. And this time we exclude Jeff from your plan. That's, that's that rude, way man. it remains solo for you. Yeah. Okay. So, and how many, up to how many partners can do that, that you've seen? There's no limit on it. I've probably done the biggest one I've done is had six partners, six different solo 401k plans. It's really not one where you want to say like 25 of my friends, we all own, you know, a tiny 2% of an LLC or something that might be a bit more work than you're probably looking to get into. But I think right. it makes sense for anywhere from two to four partners to each set up a solo 401k plan. Okay. So I'm going to, uh, it's been so valuable, all the information you provided and great overview. I'm going to try to summarize what I have heard from you on what the key benefits are. And then I want you to correct me or add to anything, but key benefit is the tax benefit where you can either get a tax deduction upfront, a tax deferral, and, or you can put money in as a Roth and it can grow tax-free. The higher contribution limits of up to 66,000 or 73,000 in 2023 and then the ability in the, at least the way that you guys have it structured to invest in non-traditional assets. So alternative assets and other things that you wouldn't be able to do in most 401k plans to be able to do that right inside of, of, of that plan. And then it's not really that much regulation or work. And you guys take that, the regulatory piece off of the, uh, out of the hands of the individual. So they don't have to worry about it. So are those the key benefits? Yeah, I think you nailed it. Perfect. Well, thank you for being on. It's been so helpful. And we love to have guests on that have mastered their craft and you truly have, you live it, you have your own solo 401k, you buy real estate inside of it, you help others mm -hmm. do the same thing and you believe in it. And it's great to see your passion about it. So thank you for all the work that you do. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. So our final question that we ask all guests on our show is what is real wealth to you? Yeah, it's a really good question. I've given this some thought, and I think that I'll echo a concept that our Jeff, right, Jeff Neighbors created, which is this concept of total freedom. And when you achieve total freedom, or I think that's real wealth, it's when you have the ability to do what you want, when you want, and with whom you want. That might mean giving to charities or causes that you believe in. It might mean taking an awesome vacation with your family, buying that house for your mom, retiring your parents, or even just working on a passion project, but knowing that you don't have to trade time for money. You can really do it out of love. And that's real wealth, right? It doesn't, 
it money is the engine for the vehicle to take you there, but money isn't the vehicle itself. It's just, or maybe it's the gasoline in the engine. I don't know. We'll work on a good metaphor together, but it's the catalyst that helps you to do those things. Because I think probably all of your guests have said that ultimately real wealth isn't dollars and cents. It's what you're able to do with your time and with your energy because you don't have to worry about those dollars and cents anymore. Wow. Thank you, Rachel. Love having you on. Love working with you and your team. You're super responsive and you've been very helpful to our clients that have solo 401ks with you. So we really appreciate you and your team and you being on the show today. And thank you to all of our listeners. We hope this has been helpful for you and helping you create your own path to real wealth. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe, tell your friends. Uh, share this episode with somebody else. And if you have specific questions, please reach out to us at bluebarnwealth.com. And we, Rachel may provide a discount code for some of our listeners if they want to set up a solo 401k. And we'll let you know about that in the social media posts on this. So thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Your Path to Real Wealth from Blue Barn Wealth. If you like what you heard, please share it with your friends and click the subscribe button to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the hosts and any guests and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Blue Barn Wealth. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for personalized investment advice. Because everyone's situation is unique, always seek the advice of a qualified financial professional with any questions you may have.